0: Live from Awardsia. Limit.
1: Break. With
2: your hosts. Unshow. Now behold the horror you have wrought. Juxtapositions. I don't get it. And Mika. Oh my god. LimitBreakRadio.com.
1: 5, 4, 3, 2, one.
2: Welcome to Limit Break Radio I of course am one of your hosts, Aniro Joining me today, I've got Juxtaposition As well as
3: Nika Kyanian How you guys doing? Doing good A good radio, good. really, it's the radio A radio, really, it's the radio? No, a radio Oh, okay a radio radio? No, it's just redundant. A radio redundant. We use that. <laughs> yeah, we have. Okay, it works. A radio redundant. Uh,
2: so uh, thanks <laughs> thanks for tuning in today. Uh, and uh, thanks for tuning in for our part one special, our interview with Susan Calloway. If you haven't heard it uh, by now, it will be posted up on our website, www.limitbreakradio.com. Uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast, if you're live, the uh, interview will go up with the uh, with the podcast on Tuesday. Um, so I want to thank you guys for listening, uh, and and once again, a big big thank you to Susan Calloway for uh, agreeing to uh, to hang out with us and uh, and answer our questions. Now again, uh, we we want you to uh, we want you to tell. Uh, the uh, Square Enix North um, North American community team, how much you want to see Susan Calloway perform out at the 2014 uh, Final Fantasy 14 Fan Festival? And you can do that by hitting Twitter and tweeting at Madelos and at Popsicle with the hashtag #BringSusan and uh, and tell them how much you want to see Susan Calloway perform out at 2014 Fan Fest. And hopefully, hopefully. Uh, They'll make it happen. And if Susan Calloway performs
3: out at the 2014 Fan Festival, you guys know who to thank. It will be
2: us. (laughs) It will be us.
3: Which would be, and to be honest, a good way to thank us would be to make juxtaposition a background character in the next (laughs) Hildebrand
1: quest series. Just Uh, saying.
2: Oh, wish fulfillment. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So thanks for tuning in today. Uh, we uh, on part one, we talked a little bit about uh, about uh, patch two point three five and uh, what we can expect with that, as well as uh, some other patches down the road with uh, uh, Yoshi P talking about uh, what was in the live letter uh, sixteen and uh, lots of cool stuff uh, the, on the last episode, uh, we spent the second part of uh, the episode with in a having a conversation about hunts. Uh, and when do we ever talk about hunts on this show? <laughs> <laughs> it does seem to be uh, uh, the thing that everyone is doing and talking about. Uh, so it seems only fitting that, uh, that we should talk about them, too. Uh, but, uh, but we had a big, uh, a big conversation about hunts on the last episode. Uh, Nika, you were not present for that.
4: No, sadly.
2: Uh, so, uh, w- fortunately, uh, we're we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about hunts today. And you, you said can unfortunately, get, uh, no, fortunately. Oh, okay. Um, but there uh, now uh, w- w- we had uh, we had taken the discussion, and uh, some might say that we made the mistake of posting it to Reddit, um, which I don't think it was a mistake. Uh, there was a a lot of comments that came out of it. Uh, some of them were helpful. Some of them were not so much. Uh, but I want to, I want to spend a couple of minutes, uh, talking about it. And, uh, and the first thing that I want to do is I want to correct some of the misinformation that we gave out on that episode. Uh, the first thing that, uh, that everyone jumped right onto, uh, was the, uh, second coil of Bahamut loot table. Uh, and, what picture? Oh, oh, right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Nah. Uh, the uh, the the first thing that that we should correct is uh, is the you know the the loot table. So uh, we were talking about sand and oil distribution and how how easily they are available out of hunts and they're not so easily available out of coil now what are the what are the turns that drop nika since you are our end game expert what are the ter- turns that drop sands and oil
4: okay so every oil and sands is 100% drop no matter no matter what t6 doesn't drop either of them right. just gear right turn seven drops the oil and the tombstone for buying the weapon with soldiery turn eight Drops sands, and turn nine drops an oil and a sands. Okay, one hundred percent.
2: So, so they are they are one hundred percent. So, so yes. there's a there's a couple of things in there. So, one, you've got to be able to clear it. Okay, two, uh, the the there is a weak lockout on each turn that you can do. So, mm-hmm. uh, all of that loot and and this speaks to our greater point, which I think we were making in the episode that loot is locked out by a week. You, if if you've got uh, eight people going through binding
3: coil. You're only going to get two per week, and that's if that's if you have it on on a farm right now. Yeah, Distributed t- yeah, t- between nine, your group. Most people don't yeah. farm.
2: So
4: pretty much most, I mean, we just cleared T9 for the first time, and so up until that point, we were running six to eight every week. That's one oil and one sands. And so we pretty much just kind of make a list of who's gotten an oil or a sands from our group, whoever hasn't gotten it lots on it. Once you get it, you don't get to lot until everyone's gotten one and it rotates. Now that we've beaten turn 9, hopefully more people will start to get stuff, but
2: Well, and and with hunts, I can't imagine that there's as much competition for that. So, so uh, it, we had made that point um, but to speak to the greater point, you know, the, the, uh, the amount that you can get out of hunts versus the amount that you can even get out of binding coil seemed to be unbalanced. At least in my mind, there was, uh, you know, there was the artificial cap on how many sands and oils that you can get out of binding coil because of the lockout and because of the, uh, uh the, uh, you know, barrier for entry and the completion challenge, uh, so you've got those three things working against you to be able to to get to get gear out of that system. So I think the the intent was to put far more sands and oils into rotation and to get uh, people caught up to you know to to uh, post ninety nine eye levels. But I I just I at the time and and even still I think it might be too much. Like I think it's you know what I mean. Like it just seemed it seemed. It seemed it like seems- a strange distribution, especially for Square Enix.
3: It does, but I. You got to remember that this is also supposed to be the ketchup patch, too. right? And none of these, no, almost none of
2: these pieces of gear are best in slot. Some of them. I mean, some of them are, but it's. I mean,
3: you're still going for heavy allagan in There's most tons cases. Tons of bard best in slot with uh, auroral gear. Slash sargos.
4: <laughs> And it definitely depends on which a lot of best-in-slot gear is really dependent on whether or not you're using the soldiery weapon or the high weapon or whatever, um, or the Novus. So that also will make a difference on what you decide to use in the end between the soldiery pieces, unweathered, and the high pieces. So my black major right now, I really have a lot of the even-star now just based on my weapon, so... It also, I mean, it gives a chance for people who can't clear all the coils to get the stuff, and you're right; like it, catch up to people finally. Like, right. There are a lot of people who are just starting turn six. I'm seeing so none of these people have any of that gear, and they're going to fall quickly behind if they can't catch up.
2: Well, so and, that, I, and I think a lot, of, and I think a lot of that can be attributed to to people pushing their eye level with you know, unweathered gear. Uh, I, I think that that's that's a that's a big part of that because um, I mean there there is that there is that kind of like you know gear check that that second coil has so um if you're too low you're just you're gonna
4: yeah there's a lot of dps checks in each individual fight too where if you can't get past a certain point things are gonna spawn and kill you and it's over
2: yeah (laughs) yeah so that that was the first thing that people jumped all over us about and, uh, okay, so the second thing, uh, this was uh, in regards to the FFX IV app/slash radar plugin. Uh, apparently, it, there is some kind of filtering on it now. Uh, at the time of recording that episode, there wasn't. And it's not something that I continue to investigate uh, beyond just the. Uh, the the little bit of research that I did for the show. But again, the greater point still stands that accusing people of botting and hacking when you see either some behavior that you can't explain or understand or they got to the, you know, they got to the mob first or whatever. It's not indicative of exploiting. And those accusations are ridiculous. And fortunately, that shit has died down. That shit died down really quickly. Um, yeah. And and now what we're seeing is a lot of cooperation uh, among link shells and free companies, uh, you know, and a great player network that's uh, that's forming out of this. Uh, and then the third thing that I wanted to correct, and this was just uh, the, this was uh, a mistake that I made. Multiple Bs cannot be up in the same zone. You can have an A and a B up in the same zone. You can you can have probably all three of them. I'm imagining probably up in the same probably, zone, but, but it's not it's not
1: monster
4: in their own spawn window.
2: It's not terribly likely. There are uh, there are a lot of theories about how the spawn uh, you know how exactly spawning works. Some people seem to be under the impression that the less people that are in the zone actively hunting for the mob has an effect on how quickly it pops or doesn't. Because a lot of times you'll you I don't know. You'll don't. have one A rank up. Like I was looking for foreign, for fornius for goddamn 20 minutes. Another A window will pop and it'll pop right at the beginning of the window. Everyone will zone out. And then suddenly, Fornius is back up. It's, I'm not saying that
3: it's true, but it's it's what
2: some people ha, are, are w- going
3: www.wikipedia.com slash confirmation bias <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, so that that was uh, that was the third uh, small piece of misinformation that uh, that we wanted to correct from that episode. Um, but there's a gr- there, there is a greater point that I wanted to speak to about that Reddit thread. Uh, and that is a lot of people seem to be really surprised at my behavior and my responses in that Reddit thread. And I, I'm just here to tell you that I don't give a shit. I don't, I, don't, I don't care if you think that I need to be polite or customer servicey y when uh, responding to critical feedback, but if I think that you're giving me a blow-off response or if I think you're being a dick or a blowhard or a troll, I'm going to call you out on that shit. I'm not just going to say, oh, thank you for your feedback. We'll do better to do next time. No, fuck you. We make, we make the show for us. We don't. We other people happen to enjoy the show, but we make the show for us. We don't get. What do we get out of this? Enjoyment. Enjoyment. Pleasure. Joy. We 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 just like doing this. We like sitting around and bullshitting about Final Fantasy fourteen. And to
4: be fair, it sounds like a lot of those people hadn't ever listened to an episode. Until no, 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 it. and and
2: that, and that's fine. And 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 I, you know, you don't have to. I don't think you have to be a fan to enjoy LBR. I. Uh, I would hope that we, you know, the show would welcome in new listeners if, if someone came to it uh, blind, uh, that, that they would find the show inviting and entertaining. Um, but, I, I mean, as, as hosts, we're under no obligation to treat you well. We, we're not, we don't have a customer service department. Uh, you're not paying us.
4: We're not assholes though. Please feel free to say hi if you see us. Don't think that we're assholes.
3: Speak for yourself. I'm I can I can be a fucking asshole. I mean, look at him in the in the screen. I mean, he's wearing such gaudy, terrible armor. It's it's terrible. I I can definitely be an asshole. And I'm I'm not
2: I I I'm I've, i, I don't but there's really a care. difference
4: between You can be an asshole to I hate all my fans. You all suck, which is not what we're like, what you're trying to say. But I think that's what a lot of people thought you
2: were trying to say. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I mean, I, I took now, now I I just, I would like to point out that I took the time to respond to every single post in that thread, every single one, even if it was a shitty troll post. And I seem to get jumped all over for for sarcastic responses to other sarcastic responses. So I I mean, I don't know. I, I definitely, you know, the people who listen to the show and the people who interact with me know that I love our fans. I love our listeners and I'm always willing to give people the time of day. I don't blow people off. And the other thing is, is this show is not insulated from criticism. We welcome criticism. Bring it on. That's why we allow you to call the show. By the way, if you want to call the show, you can add the Skype account, Limit Break Radio, or you can simply call 810-515-8715. We allow you to email the show. We're on Facebook. We sat there and interacted with that whole thread the entire time. Didn't blow anyone off. Didn't not give anyone the time of day. And for people who had honest criticism, I thought I gave pretty honest responses. At least you I did. Try- you at definitely least, did. At least I tried to. So you know, I, I I don't feel bad about that. I I don't feel bad about that thread. I don't feel bad about that. I do. Uh, I, I I I don't feel bad about calling uh, calling our IV out for their shitty behavior. They ban dude. They ban podcast posts and people who post podcasts all the time. I don't know why. I, apparently, there's like some no prom, no self promotion. Rule on Reddit, which is a completely arbitrary rule that is only enforced when someone decides they don't like a piece of content. So, I I think that that's a pretty invalid argument, at least in my mind. But uh, you know, the other the other thing that that sort of came out of that thread was a lot of people going, oh, well, why don't these host... If these guys are hosting a friggin' Final Fantasy fourteen podcast, why don't they know Second Coil loot? That's unacceptable! Unacceptable!
1: That's unacceptable!
2: <laughs> Which is fucking ridiculous. Okay, so... So... Yeah, okay. Juxta, you and I don't do Second Coil. Kahlo doesn't do Second Coil. Nika, you do do Second Coil. <laughs> yeah. You said doo-doo. Doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> uh and 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 was not able to be present for that show uh and so we made we made a couple of mistakes now granted it is common knowledge right like at that point you know second coil had been out uh, it's for a while and most people should probably know the loot table yeah granted granted
3: i guess but why would you know the loot table if you don't do it and don't have any plans to do it yeah i I mean i I think that's a fair point
2: but i think i think the larger point is why is the expectation there that that
3: if we host a podcast we have to be at the bleeding edge of end game content you know what i bet half those people don't know shit about gardening what do you know about (laughs) gardening bitches huh huh i am all up on's and, Gardening, and
2: that's a good point. Like there are, yeah. a, there are a lot of areas in this game to be involved in, and to be, you know, to 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 have expertise in. Uh, I don't think that it's a requirement to be at the very most end game thing if you're a, a podcast. I certainly wouldn't hold any of the the podcasts that I listen to to that standard. We're not, and again, we're not trying to be an informational source. We're not. We're not designed to be a news source. We make dick and fart jokes that have an FF14 wraparound to it. I mean, come on. Let's let's be reasonable here. It's like expecting it's like expecting Howard Stern to know every nuanced piece of, you know, politics. Like no, you you have that you have that expectation for NPR. You don't have that
3: expectation for Howard Stern, right? Did you just compare us to Howard Stern? I did. <laughs> So now that joke is failing.
2: We we are far more like Howard Stern than we are CNN. I
4: guess I'm thinking people just don't know what to expect when it comes to a Final Fantasy podcast. They've clearly never listened to anything else. They hear one and they're like, oh, they must know everything. I will listen to them. And clearly that's not the point of our show. But people don't realize that. So, I mean, I don't know. A lot of podcasts for actual, like, real life things are very news centric, I think. And basically discussion based on news where a video game podcast, I think, is much different and is centered more around community. And I don't think and experience.
2: Of- an experience, yeah. too. Because here's the thing. And, and we used to do this on the Final Fantasy XI LBR a lot. Is that we would, ta- would want to talk about uh, a subject that not necessarily all of the hosts had cleared or even participated in. I think when we had done our C episode, like, two members of the cast had even unlocked C. Maybe none. I don't even remember. So we used to, what we used to do is we used to pull up wiki articles about stuff all the time and essentially read the wiki articles, which I would like to point out does not make for a terribly interesting show.
3: It makes for a really terrible episode, <laughs> as evidenced by Simply Juxta episodes. Where I literally read that whole, the whole event thing, yeah. web, the page, and it was it was really bad. Yeah. So so I, I think that,
2: that we'd like to count that as a lesson learned from the first iteration of LBR.
3: And Be more LBR, less
2: wiki. Yeah, right. Exactly. And yeah. and so so we like to talk within the realm of our own experience. However, you know, and and hunts were at the time within the realm of our experience. All of us had participated in hunts. All of us had an opinion about hunts, and it was the hottest topic that was going around in the FF14 community, still. and it still is, as evidenced by the fact that we're still talking about it. Final Fantasy Hunt teen. That is where <laughs> we stand today. Kinda, yeah, but not not after this big nerf that's coming in two point three five. Well, we'll see. I'm we'll telling you. Just- I'm telling you. Oh,
4: you! Mean you by are- the time this episode's out, it'll already have happened. Yes,
3: you are a true. doomsayer. I uh, that. Yeah. The
2: end is coming. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, pre- I predicted the calamity. You can go back and listen to it, Eighth Right Radio, episode number seventeen.
3: Yeah, but then I'd be listening to Eighth Right Radio. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> oh snap! Uh, Hashtag shots fired. <laughs> smoking gun. <laughs> shorter
2: cat girl but i mean i i think i think that that there's a broader discussion to be had about kind of casual versus end game play styles and uh, now I, I mean juxta you play a lot but you're not you've said that you're not focused on doing binding coil anytime soon you nope. don't care about end game and, and, Nika, you play a lot and, and are very focused on mm. the latest endgame. So, I mean, you know, I, 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 what, what motivates you guys? You know, what motivates you to, to do the content that you're clearing?
4: Ego. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Epeen.
4: I mean, that's a big, honestly, like, my biggest goal is I need to beat everything before the echo comes to it. I've seen, like, otherwise, it's kind of a sense of video gamer pride, I think. And being able to be not—I don't have the the rush to be the first one to clear everything, but to have the just the feeling of oh, I did that. I'm I one ten before two point four. Like go me! And it, it, I mean, it just keeps me wanting to keep advancing my character and like keep playing, keep playing, keep playing until I finally do it.
2: But it does. It does. I mean, you know, as we as we said before, you've cleared you know okay, second yeah. second so, coil, but you know, like you you tend to ignore stuff like front lines or wolves den. Yeah, uh, I've never, I've never what, done. Well, what, what is, what is it specifically about that content that doesn't incentivize your participation in it?
4: I, it's just, I feel like it's simply for glamour or for fun. And I feel like while I'm in PvP, I could be leveling something or I could be enhancing my eye level. And to me, PvP is just taking away from the time that I could be doing other things. And my husband's giving me a really evil glare because he likes front lines.
3: <laughs> well, your husband <laughs> is a but, very smart but- person. <laughs>
4: But for me personally, like, I'm the kind of person that wants everything leveled. Like, I have all the battle classes leveled, and now I'm working on botanist, and I'm trying to finish all the crafting classes. And I feel like if doing doing front lines is simply for glamour, and it's not actually enhancing anything that my character could be doing in this game. It's not getting me any seals or tomes or eye-level enhancements or anything. So I feel well, like... It does
3: give you seals. It does give you tomes. Well, it, tomes, yeah.
4: Okay, okay, but not as much as, like, hunts or... Um, Roulettes or something would you could me, be so. getting
3: PvP gear, <laughs>
4: right? Which be doing
3: front lines. which I
4: would not use in Coil. I would not use in <laughs> even Crystal Tower. It's not something I would. I mean, it's just for glamour. So I feel like why waste my time when I could be getting all my classes to fifty.
2: <laughs> so so oh, okay, well then then Juxta, what is your barrier for entry for doing any Coil? Like why why what is what's the reason you? It's just not. It doesn't hold any interest for you
3: because. You typically to do binding coil, you have to organize a static and then uh, make a commitment to that static to do it every single week at specified times, and then so right there, like your whole like basically week is shot basically on how often you do it, and on on top of that, like
2: but that's not necessarily true as as some of the older coils, uh, you know, are 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 evidence by. I mean, like you can do. One through four easily on
3: a pickup. Five you could probably do with some patience on a pickup. Are we considering? Are we considering coil one to be but see, endgame you, still? You well, but, but you're, but you've. I'm saying you've never done oh the well, first five turns of coil. Okay, but why would I do it now though? Yeah, well, that's a to good get point. the gear
4: to do the second. I mean, I guess it's soldier no, gear, you're no, the you coil just, gear just, is terrible.
3: It's only for glamour, and I think it looks ugly.
2: Or or desynth if you want to, if you're into that. You desynth it? Yeah, you can... De- I, I think you can... Can't you do desynth for uh, the... You better
3: look that up, because Red's going to jump all s- over oh, us. Oh, no! Oh, God,
0: no! Not you're right not it. a desynth
3: expert!
1: <laughs> what do you think this is?
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure that you can, honestly. But
3: I, don't I don't think don't you know. can either. I think you're very much wrong on no, that. You,
4: de- you can decent Dark Lake gear. I'm not sure you can...
3: I think it's because I, I to just 80. I remember
2: I remember the promo 80, screens 70. I remember the promo screens for Decent, and they had uh, they had someone in in like full heavy elegant.
4: Okay, someone just checked. You cannot.
2: Okay, owned. Fair enough.
4: My husband just checked. He's not someone. He- <laughs> wow.
2: So there really isn't so there really isn't a whole lot of incentive to do it outside of glamour. No, and the glamour looks
3: terrible. It's ugly. Yeah, I had that. I hate for it. A while.
4: I mean I, unless you want to gear up below a job like i'm honestly considering doing it for some of the bard pieces just because it's like my fifth job and i'm not going to be spending tomes on it anytime soon and since you can do one to four in a pickup pretty easily and I, do do just, I actually do t5 a lot i like my link shell carries people through t5 do you have
3: do you have any uh desire to clear tier, turn five yeah at some point i really should because then i can get into tier two or coil Two. second coil second coil well that
2: and and i think that was that that was going to be my my larger point is that at some point uh coil two just like the first part of coil uh is going to be duty finderable and at that point you can do pickups with it a little bit easier right and
4: there'll probably be a little bit of echo added just like the last one right but in that point you have to be the kind of person that's okay with waiting months for that to happen
2: right yeah so, yeah exactly but i mean, uh, but it's I mean totally you're like okay a generation
4: behind almost on your eye level
2: well but it, when that when they made that change to the first turn uh the you know the first binding coil you you didn't even take it up
3: that i did like one you did yeah you did one with me and because i was bothering you about it yeah and it got you to shut up about it so (laughs) i guess that was a win is so my, my in, uh, incentive to do binding coil is to have Anero shut up about it. So, well,
2: well, the story doesn't hold any interest for you because I mean, okay. like, yeah. I, I, as a one player, the story is really like the thing that pushes me.
3: Okay, I, I'll admit I am intrigued by the story, but I feel like if I really want to know about the story, I'll look it up somewhere. But uh, I feel like that's,
4: that takes away I'm from the the baller. experience of the game and the immersion. I think like you need to my like your character. No, no. <laughs> Why is there gorillas
2: in the game? <laughs> My immersion!
4: I mean, your character Your character is a central hero of the story based on you know your point of view. And if you watch it on YouTube, you're watching someone else. Like Your character is supposed to be the hero. Your character is the one completing the story. And the story of Coil is very good.
2: I yeah, that's, that is the other very, thing. Very, very,
4: very good. Does and like, T9 turns- story drops a bombshell, and I'm like, really excited for the next Coil. The story is seriously worth doing. Um,
3: does any of those uh, story happen in turns one through four? or Is it just in five? Um, there are cutscenes in. I know yes, that there, there are, are cutscenes in at one. The beginning of each coil turn. I mean, is there like stuff that's actually important, or is it just fuck off? Stuff? No, there's there's a nice. Th- yeah, I mean, there's, no, it's oh, it's, it's like God.
4: a nice story that ties it all together. But essentially, I mean, the biggest points are like at the start of. The coil and
3: then the end. End of the, yeah.
4: But there are some cutscenes in between.
3: Alright, so I guess I'll do turn five when it gets to 50% echo and turn nine when it gets to 50%. Just let Mika carry you so she can get the 40 extra (laughs) myth. Well, I mean, what's the point? I mean, I, like, Okay, so there's the story. Because ca- I- she just said that they carry people all the yeah, time. Yeah, we,
4: we do. I could probably get you in today if you want
3: to. <laughs> for tier well, one. Just tier do it.
2: Just eh. do it. You could spend the entire time dead and they'll still like, carry it. Like, I have it. people
4: in my link mm. show who, who love carrying people for the myth, so.
3: Yeah. For tier nine? Or for, for tier five? five. Turn, turn five. Turn yeah. five. Yeah. Eh, okay. If you're going to carry me, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just for the story. And I guess maybe the bow, because it for glamour for glamour i i'd be more i did get the i did get the axe on my i'd be more interested in doing coil if all of the coil gear and elegant gear look like the weapons do where it's like all neon-y and garland-y and oh, stuff yeah yeah, yeah. but it's not so yeah. i'm interest zero the
4: second coil weapons glow red they're pretty cool
3: that that doesn't care really with anything i said <laughs> <laughs>
4: The, the second no. time, look at my shield it's pretty
3: oh, yeah, yeah it's it's great that the <laughs> it's not what i was talking about at all
4: no but okay the turn one you're right the turn one or the coils first coil weapons look um very like high high tech kind of like yes i don't know like matt i don't know since apparently elegant are much more high tech than the rest of us so.
3: well, of course they're more high tech it's an ancient civilization Right. Why, why reason, wouldn't they be high-tech?
4: In, in every mys- mystical world, the ancient civilizations had much more technology than we do now.
3: Right. That's how it always is.
4: Because that makes a lot of sense.
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> but you should do second coil for the glowy red weapons.
3: Okay, I'll do that when I get to 50% echo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, I've actually... I, I uh, uh, had joined a coil static. In fact, it was... Ka- Co- uh, coil static uh, and I think we're going tonight at, at 9 o'clock uh, hopefully I'm gonna, gonna be able to be there but uh, uh, we uh, for the past couple of weeks we've been working on turn 6 and it's not as hard as you would think it is you know what I mean like it's I, I think people have, have made it a bit bigger I mean and it's been out for a while now but even without the and echo people
3: are have a, 110 eye level now Come
2: that's on. true. That's true.
1: Which yeah, I, that I
3: I when it came out. Like, people yeah. were rocking nineties and tens. Yeah, when we get off your phone. This is important. Kahlo. <laughs> Gosh. You see, you have no train of thought now. Way to go. No, because you needed to keep the conversation going. Because you're on your instead, phone. Instead
2: instead you bring it to a grinding halt. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
3: Gotta call you out okay what well, was the I end of your point uh, okay well, i'm gonna continue
4: with the fact that now that turn uh, 2.4 is soon coming out people who haven't done second coil are now actually trying to start statics to try to get through second coil before third coil comes out so now is actually the time to start if you're interested in starting because i've seen a lot of party finders i've seen a lot of link shells trying to make new statics for it
3: yep. so <laughs> Yep. okay i have a question for you nika you said you want to be the best and you want to get stuff done before the echo happens and all that other Uh bullshit so you've cleared tier nine yep uh do you still want to do coil
4: yes for farming farming. farming for my for gear for my job because it's currently the best gear so like i've got my tank geared out but i still play black mage that's my main dps so now i'm going for black mage gear but and since why? our black and since our black mage already has everything except T9 drops, I can start getting
2: What's what's the th- juxta what's the thing that keeps you motivated to, to do whatever the hell you do?
3: To look awesome.
2: So glamour <laughs> is your motivation. So gla- glamour? Hell yeah. That's
3: it. Pretty much. That's why I do PvP cuz I'm love the gear sets. I'm actually highly considering getting the uh, the dragoon gear the Uh, the, the snake gear the snake stuff after I get uh, finish my bard out just because I like the way it looks (laughs) (laughs) and I'm probably never gonna play Dragoon so So what I'm gonna have to do is I'm gonna have to level up a retainer 250 so I can put it on my retainer
4: (laughs) (laughs) my whole argument is that if you're gonna pay every month but to not actually enhance your character and make it stronger what's the point of playing
3: okay what's the point of enhancing your character if it's just going to get weaker as the next patch comes out, Because you can get then Better I, eye look Okay
4: then I'm just, I should just quit Because you can Like there's no okay. So
3: then why play Why yeah, play why do you, at all Okay <laughs> There you go
4: I, I mean I feel like if I can at story, least play Pretty getting princess Getting you to make your character better Makes the 10, 13 dollars a month Whatever you pay Worth it and if you're just going to play just to get glamour and stand around and look pretty, that's is that worth 13 bucks a
2: month? See, but I, I and I think I fall right in the middle because I, I, I glamour is a really good motivator for me, clear by my struggles with Odin, and <laughs> and getting better gear is also a, a good motivator for me, as is clear by the hunts. But I'm I'm sort of like a path of least resistance sort of person. Uh, I want I want the quickest way from A to B. But I also I, I see your point juxta in that you know you get you you spend all this time grinding to get the latest end game gear only to have it outclassed in the next patch which is I think one of the frustrating things about Final Fantasy XIV and a lot of other MMOs that wasn't present in Final Fantasy XI. There was a lot of, uh, you know, uh, horizontal advancement in terms of gear in FF XI, and I don't think we see any of that. I mean, there are...
4: My problem with XI, though, is that even though the newest, coolest, like ideas were coming out, like doing pop NMs for znms and things like that, and that was where like, people wanted to be. The best gear was still from the boring, slow, wait-for-a-pop competition content, and that made the game really frustrating, where I think fourteen stays away from that, which keeps me more interested.
3: I feel like the... Pro- oh. I understand well, where it, you're coming from, but I feel like, oh, I don't know. I,
2: I, I think Final Fantasy 14 put itself in a really complicated position allowing players to keep their levels from 1.0 because they had to have endgame content and, and stuff ready to go right out of the gate. I mean, it had to be there because if it wasn't there, everyone who was already Legacy and sitting at 50 or, God forbid, had all of their jobs at 50 would say, oh, well, there's nothing to do. I'm not going to play it because there's nothing to do. That was the big complaint about 1.0. And I so, feel like that's
3: the case with any MMO nowadays, though. If you don't have endgame out of the gate, then... No, that's... I think I, I think that that's very
2: true. But some games have a little bit of pad time depending on what your level... Your XP system is. Maybe a week or two at the most nowadays. Yeah, it's not... I mean, it's not going to be long, but it's definitely present.
3: You don't have a week... week or two will not build you an endgame. So basically, you do have to have have an end game planned out maybe you have a week or two to test it but yeah that's
2: true because there i mean it doesn't matter how slow you make that xp roll people are going to poop sock right through it poop it to the end yeah that's true um but I, I, i do think that they put themselves in a really interesting position where they have to keep trying to push people towards content uh you know if and and the only way that you do that is by incentivizing it Um, and, and so I, I just, I think it's really interesting to explore what motivates us to, uh, to do content and to, to clear content. Um, you know, and, and, and I think the the greater point that's, that is being made is that there
3: are tons of valid ways to play this game. Uh, I think the worst way to play this game is to be in a party and walk around the world until someone shouts a coordinate and then run there <laughs> and then mash your head against your keyboard, hoping that you get enough enmity <laughs> to get credit for it. I, I think that is enough not, enmity.
2: I can just throw one tomahawk and I'm fine.
3: Well, yeah, but well, assuming well, you your party, a party is where playing, where spamming medica and stuff. If you get a shit party with like nothing but bards, well, then
2: drop your part, drop the party, go to a different party. It's not like hunt parties are hard to find. You know, that's that's
3: kind of the other thing that I've heard about hunts. You're, You're evading the point, though. The point is, I don't feel like that's playing the game.
2: No, that's taking part in an event. There are a lot of different ways to play the game. Just because that that's the most popular one at the moment doesn't mean that it's always going to be the most popular. It is
4: definitely not the only way. Yeah.
2: Well, there, I'm just saying. And and, mm-hmm. and in the intervening weeks that hunt has, hunts have been released, like people have started going back to older content, too. Haven't been going back to PvP, that's for sure. Well, maybe they need to readjust PvP to make it more fun. I've never done a Frontlines. Make me want to do Frontlines, Square Enix. Yeah,
3: I, I mean, agree. Screenings. It, doesn't it even also make... has
4: to do with I think the fact that Frontlines doesn't progress your character with Hunts. You get Myth, which right now most That's people are, are in their Novus grind, which yeah. really really helps. Yep. And then and then, um, but it it doesn't give as much Myth. Frontlines does not give as much Myth as Hunts. It also gives Allied Seals, which allows you to buy Sands and Oils, which all is progressing your eye level, prog- progressing your character, so you can get farther in Coil and thus in the storyline. Right. So if pvp gives me sands maybe i'll do it
2: <laughs> that's the thing is that you know with the output of sand and oils from hunts it's like if if you d- if if the output isn't sands and oils or something equivalent it's why bother you know like that seems to be the reaction from that's the community opinion, yeah um and and i, I mean like I, I have to say I, I i do i like participating in hunts i i think that it's a nice thing like i do it when i've got only an hour or an hour or two you know what i mean i don't i generally don't grind hunts for four or five hours if i've got four or five hours i'll do you know i'll do my map roulette and then i'll uh do um you know maybe a circus tower and then and then do hunts for the rest
3: of the night that's that's pretty much it maybe i'll do two circus towers maybe I feel like the only way to do hunts, like, efficiently is to do it for a good three or four hours, because then you're guaranteed that the A windows will be up at some point during your hunt. Oh, no, here's... (laughs) that's
2: i don't think that that's necessarily true especially if you're looking at a site like ffxivhunts.com which by the way is a fantastic resource and everyone should be using it and uh confirming kills when they happen um so if you've got a resource like ffxivhunts and you know that there are no a windows open no they'll just do it something else then do something oh. else until a windows open
4: <laughs> actually i know what would make me it's not that complicated
2: PvP. okay what
4: if the, the reason I liked PvP in 11 is because I could duke it out with my friends for fun. If I could go into PvP, guarantee that I could face against my friends or go in with a party of four, two versus two, my friends, I would do it for fun. I want to beat up on my friends. I don't care about random people.
2: That's fair,
3: I guess. Honestly,
4: that would make me do it. I want to go up against my husband and just beat the crap out of him. <laughs> All
3: right, we'll find... Find four other friends, and I mean, then you his, can do wolves den together. His point you just
4: made is we're in different grand companies, so technically we can. But what's the guarantee that we'd get paired in the same the same the same group? Or what's the guarantee that go
3: find four other friends and do wolves den together?
4: But you're on the same team. You no. can't guarantee you'd be facing your friends.
3: Find no, what?
4: That's I want to beat up my friends. Not no. I'm much.
3: saying find four or find eight people. Make two teams queue up together at the same time using the same uh, different language like uh french or german hey
4: okay, that might work now since no one's doing pvp but the, I know that, that, that worked
3: all the time when people only there. had wolves done trust Fair me i know no. i did that but a lot. i
4: want to be able to guarantee like that's why i liked brenner in 11 you could just go with your friend go in and beat each other up and it was fun
3: sounds like nico needs more friends <laughs> i have tons of friends i want to <laughs> Well, then That's what still, you have no complaint then? Fine, get eight people together and beat each other up. I still just, the
4: fact that it's not guaranteed. It's, it is guaranteed. You're, you're not, not. You,
3: you, it is.
4: Trust me, I've done over cooler. like
3: 300 matches and I've only gotten a different team once.
4: So it's not guaranteed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just, gotcha. like your, gotcha uh, it just like when
3: your, just like one of your tier nine almost kills at
4: 1%? Yeah, shut up yeah hey I did kill it so that doesn't even hurt me so
3: how many times did you not kill it a lot a lot
4: how many times did we wipe it 1% once so Hmm.
3: oh that's heartbreaking that sounds like a kill that should have been guaranteed
4: no nothing is guaranteed (laughs) in second coil
2: so I, I think, uh, you know, I think a, another really interesting question is, um, you know, uh, uh, since hunts have come out, a lot of people have noticed that uh, duty finder queues are absolutely atrocious. Uh, low level dungeons are really bad. Uh, you said front lines is really bad. The queue for that. Uh, uh, some of the, you know, some of the older raid content queue times are just atrocious. Um, so, y- you know, I-, I was thinking about this. If hunts kind of broke duty finder and in patch 2.4, we're supposed to be getting rogue and ninja uh, square Enix has said that they're going to incentivize leveling a tank or a healer at that point, but what could they possibly do to incentivize it enough so that party finder and duty finder is not, or I'm sorry, duty finder specifically isn't completely broken and we're not waiting for cues up into, you know, two hours. Because um, I think, I would think that releasing Rogue and Ninja on top of, uh, you know, on top of the the problems that people already are, are having with Duty Finder is just going to make the problem worse, right?
4: I think so. Honestly, the only thing I can think of that would be smart, which isn't going to happen, is they mentioned that they're at some point going to release another tank and another healer, which my guess is with the expansion. Yeah. The only way to truly balance it is to release them all at the same time.
2: I agree. I think it's I think it's a really bad move, uh, especially
4: since everyone likes DPS. Releasing the DPS one first means everyone's going to jump on it.
3: And because Ninja's a highly anticipated class because mm-hmm. it's yes. the first light weapon job there is. Right. People are going to be all over that. Uh, yeah, exactly. I I just I don't
2: what could they possibly do on top of putting an XP bonus and a gill bonus on? Uh, you know what I mean. Like, what more could they do to incentivize leveling a, a healer or a tank? I just
4: don't think that would be enough at this. Point. I
2: don't think it would be enough either. And I think it's. I, I, I. mean, like, I haven't heard anything about what they plan to do, but I mean, just th- unless unless the bonus is just
3: sickening, I you know can't. Talk- what, I can't see it being effective. I know what they could do. What could they do? They can give you, for being an adventurer in need, a tank or a healer, you can get a little uh, gift present. And in the present, there is a infinite, very small chance at one of the extreme mounts. I still don't think that that's enough incentive. Are you kidding me? I still don't um, think it's enough. Um... Um, I
2: think,
4: okay, what I think they should have done is that mount that you get for being a tank that only, like, only counts up when you do coil and extreme primals should count for roulettes. Because there are no tanks in low level, there are no tanks in high level, and you're yeah. sitting there waiting. But if you could count up your ticks to get that mount by being a warrior or a paladin, I would do low level. I don't do low level, but I would queue up on my max level tank just to get that mount faster. I'm still like 80 away from getting it, and I run coil on it and, every week.
2: And, you know, people are moving through their Animus books, so it's that's taking people out of the pool for lower level dungeons as well. Yeah. Because that, that was really one of the only things that was incentivizing high level players running low level dungeons was doing it for your Animus books.
4: Honestly, they could make a mount just that you can only get through roulettes, like a mount for high level and a mount for low level. No matter what job you're on, as long as you're a level 50 class running,
2: it. I could see that. I still don't think I don't know. I'm because uh, I'm not. I'm not huge into like mounts and stuff like that. Like I, I, I don't think that that would be enough incentive for me personally. um But people go crazy for those. I want to collect them
4: all and I'm so angry. Yes, yeah, case in point.
3: Mods. Case in point. Like,
4: i think there are tons of people who like that's why minions are worth so much like they don't do anything for you at all but people want them all and so even adding i think an exclusive minion to the roulette would get lots of people to do it granted not everyone you're right like some people don't care but i think it would definitely increase the amount of people doing it to an extent
2: yeah i could see that i could see that yeah And uh, you know the last, the the, kind of the last thing that I wanted to talk about in terms of hunts uh, is uh, you know however, however they end up adjusting uh, the event, uh, someone is someone is not going to be happy, Uh, and I I I don't know I, I. I think that this is going to be a really, really difficult thing to balance. And the concern that I have is that they're going to balance it for current conditions so much that in the future when nobody's doing hunts anymore when it's one of the (laughs) yeah that they're gonna have to go back and readjust it again now i mean i guess it's not that bad but i mean for for players that are trying to do hunts and suddenly you know like we get a a 2.4 old drop and, and nobody will do hunts or something you know what i mean um that in the intervening time that the event's just not completely broken and undoable it needs to be. It, I, I think when it was first designed, it was designed for the way that people will start doing it once the next round of content comes out. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times, especially because it's got such an an easy A to B, you know, like it's got such a re, uh, an easy reward trigger out of the thing uh, that, um, you know that that's that's why there's such a huge interest in it. But as soon as something else that comes out that has that same, you know, loot button that you can hit over and over and over again, uh, people are going to do that. So I I, I would just like to be able to see the event remain viable past the the community's main past it being the community's main focus.
4: But how long will that take?
2: That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, (laughs) it's going to take until the next
3: round of gear comes out. Yeah I mean 2.4 will, will answer it's go some little, of that.
4: A little farther than that too, because if you think I mean coil, so like second turn of coil is way harder than the first for sure. And I think that when three comes out, that gear is going to be not extremely accessible. People are still going to need sands to be able to clear. So I think once people start clearing second coil and pickup groups and start clearing third coil regularly, then it'll start to die down which isn't going to be soon
2: no it's not but then again there's that epic nerf that's coming tomorrow so we'll see
3: the end is coming (laughs) uh
2: so uh i think we're going to try to take some calls if you'd like to be a caller to limit break radio uh send a skype message over to the account uh the skype account limit break radio or you can give us a call at 810 8715 so we're gonna try uh bringing uh bringing a caller in who
1: we're we bringing in ryoku ryoku hello hey what's up man <laughs> not too much just relaxing and enjoying enjoying the show right on right on thanks for listening so uh
2: what did you want to talk about today
1: Uh, i I would like to talk about something that i brought up with you like weeks ago was um with um later on when the expansion comes comes down we get more levels down the line in like at how many abilities that we would like to get we'll get to a point where we get we just simply have too many and we have just abilities that are just useless and and we never use them. There are already some abilities
2: that are that are kind of like that. I'm, I, you know, there's just some stuff that I don't, I don't use a whole lot. I uh, think. The-
4: the base, like the main abilities, I don't think will ever get. Like, I don't think shield oath will ever be like outclassed by anything. Probably like, not. I think most of the main abilities. I'm not really sure what they would add as the level increase went up, but I don't think that. I mean, they might add like level two of some of the magic spells and things like that, or the next level. But I don't think that the main abilities would ever get completely outclassed.
1: Well, I'm thinking. I'm thinking more on lines of like, like for example, like world of warcraft is getting to it has gotten to the point where they have so many abilities that they're now sh- shrinking the number of abilities that they're doing these days because there's just simply things that's just way too situational oh and at the moment we're, we're still we're, we're we're starting over again so was, we're building up to that to to that it's like mm-hmm. it's just a question of when like at how many abilities do you think is a good number of abilities before we get to that point
2: I think we're kind of at that. I think we're like kind of right at that cusp. I feel like there's enough abilities and enough, uh, you know, skills to use that keep me all over the keyboard, and that adding more might be a bit overwhelming.
4: I also feel like the way that this game is balanced, there's not too many abilities that are situational. Like most things fit into the rotation pretty nicely, and anything that's situational is usually like a tank buff.
1: Yeah, so so, is,
4: so I don't think that there's so many like that it will ever get to a point where there's like 50 situational abilities and you can't fit them all in your hotbar. I don't think that this game will ever quite get that bad, personally.
1: Well, Monk has one at least at the moment. Where if one elm punch is like there's not many situations in like Coil or 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 Cycus Tower, uh, for example, that actually you need to dispel something.
4: That's true. I don't ever use that move.
2: So, well, but I mean, so do you think that they're going to, they're going to add things to the rotation or do you think that it's going to be like abilities swap out in the rotation to have different effects or debuffs? Uh, What do you, what do you think the most logical progression of this is, is to just make a longer, you know, make a, make a longer sequence. Like what, what is it going to be?
1: I think it's good, like at the, at, currently my prediction is probably going to be once when they, they add the 10 more levels that we're expecting it's going to be, it's going to be, we'll probably get one or two more abilities that will be probably, depending on how good they are, will be added to each job's uh, current rotation and it will just be an extension of what we're doing now.
2: So just a longer rotation.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
4: I think a longer rotation would be really hard to manage I, I like the idea of swapping out rotation like maybe there's a well I guess like you start the rotation with the same move and then based on what you're fighting you can swap abilities so that the rotation I think especially like a job like Dragoon which has a huge long rotation I think adding anything else into that would be madness
1: but then again you know, jobs like, like Bard that's more of a priority, priority than a straight up uh, rotation
3: yep I don't know. It depends on the job, to be honest. I mean, at some point, they're well. I feel like they they have to add abilities to jobs to keep things interesting and fresh, so to speak. But I feel like I don't, for a just, job like bard, it's easy to add stuff because they're not like you said. It's it's not a rotation. It's you do this, you do this, you do this, and if this isn't up, then you do that. Otherwise, just spam this. Right. Do you think do you think they're
2: gonna add like branching abilities off into you know different rotations sort of like how warriors got um, you know they've got their main enmity combo ending with skull or uh, uh, a butcher's block and then they've got uh, the combo that that either ends with uh, 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 the buffs and debuffs yeah the buff and debuff i mean that's that's one way to do it is to just add more branches of what the rotation can be and then therefore it does just kind of make for a longer rotation or you can add you know a fourth step in the sequence you know what i mean like those those seem to be the two the two different ways that you can go about it and i'm not I'm 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 curious to see what they're going to do. I think you could do it either way. And I think you could probably do it both ways depending on the job.
3: Oh, man. Maybe it's just me, but I really hate the whole combo system because I feel like it's really limiting in what you do. Like, you have to do this to get this debuff up right. first. And then right. it's like, if I want to get like a big enmity hit, then I have to go through the whole combo first. And if I'm mid, uh, if I have to shield bash in between it, then I feel like I lose a lot of threat or whatever and... I don't know I feel like I like monk a lot more in the fact that I can do either these two abilities and I can have my choice of which one I do and then I can follow up with these two abilities and if I need to do the one first or the other one then it's kind of up to me so to speak you know Mm -hmm. I feel like monk is a lot more fluid in that regard
2: yeah I I, I definitely agree the rotation for monk is way different than the rotation for dragoon I mean Dragoon's pretty pretty static and but it's long and it is long yeah Um, and I I think you're right Uh, monk is a little bit more fluid as opposed to uh, as opposed to static like dragoon is how is a
3: ninja gonna be I don't Um, know I good question that is a great question Uh, I, I what is mudras how do you do it I don't know tell me on your own
2: oh i oh yeah i totally know tell me um but uh but yeah so uh very interesting question uh thanks for uh thanks for the call ryoku
1: no problem i always enjoy jump jumping in when i can
2: well thanks for listening have a good one you too all right so yeah uh uh, it'll be interesting to see how they proceed in that regard uh, with adjusting jobs. Because, I mean, all of the jobs are going to need adjusting and balancing across the board uh, when that sort of stuff ends up coming out. So uh, it's, it's it's definitely, it's always an interesting question, always interesting to see how Square Enix is uh, going to proceed with that kind of stuff. Um, so, I, I, Juxta, are you planning on leveling Ninja as soon as it comes yes. out?
3: Yeah? Oh, yeah. I'm actually... <laughs> Ugh, i've started the soul crushing atma grind again oh so you're just gonna <laughs> stack up atma for i actually yeah. know at
2: least
4: two or three people that have atma they have the enchanted ink ready and they have like sands and things ready just to up- update their gear the second they get <sighs> know, see
3: that's just silly to do sands and oils that's that's that is just <laughs> beyond the level of poop sack that i feel is required for this because by the time ninja comes out there's gonna be a brand new tier of shit to do so right but the
4: thing is what's going to happen is that that's going to come out people want to play ninja in third coil so they need to have all the second coil gear the, all the stuff like the sands at least ready to do third coil as ninja so that's what people are preparing for eh,
3: gosh,
4: i know i'm going to level it because i have like, you have everything leveled too now right so i have everything leveled i want to level that for completion's sake so that's what i'm going to be doing when it comes out
3: but. Yeah, that's, what, that's what everyone's going to be
2: doing so so you're going to jump right onto the uh onto the xp bandwagon for ninja
4: I have to. There's nothing else to level, and I have to have them all.
3: <laughs> she has to increase her E-penis. <laughs> my ego level is I mean, going to drop to zero once Ninja comes out, because it won't well, be, knows, it won't I be orange. I might
4: like it a lot and end up making that my main DPS. Who knows? Um, I mean, I really like Monk right now and Black Mage. Those are my main DPS, but if Ninja's good, then who knows?
2: I have to say that I, I also have the intention
3: of leveling Ninja as soon as it comes out. And I know for a fact Kyle is as well.
2: Yeah, and I just uh, have to make low level. Uh, so many people are going to do this too. I I just I don't I really don't Actually, see. I, don't, I think Kallus and he might level his tank
3: when Ninja comes out.
2: I, well, I, and I I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll probably have a slower pace than than most everyone else. But it is going to be something that that <laughs> I put time into.
3: I feel like we need to change the LBR banner for like a month or so and just make it all ninjas. That's what <laughs> <laughs> I think <it's> <laughs> And keep in mind, the LBR banner will just be a black screen because you can't see ninjas.
4: We should just go into dungeons with like four ninjas and see how far we can <laughs> pop through it for the XP, because otherwise we're not going to get dungeon queues.
2: Oh my god, it is! it's going to be so bad so But
4: who knows, maybe there are people out there who haven't leveled healer or tank and they're going to use the opportunity to get instant queues because there's going to be so many DPS looking.
3: Well, yeah, there's going to be some. As opposed to the... There's going to be a tsunami of ninjas just (laughs) annihilating (laughs) everything.
2: Uh, There are going to be so many tank, healer, ninja ninja parties. Uh, It's just... There's no way of getting around it.
4: (laughs) I wonder if ninja's going to have the same DPS limit break or if they're gonna start changing it? Though. No, no.
3: The limit break is gonna be. Uh, oh fuck! What was it called? It's gonna be the self destruct from eleven. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that would be hilarious. That
3: actually. would be awesome. Uh, and
2: I, I the Square Enix had said at some point that they were looking into making the DPS uh, limit breaks a little bit more specialized by job. So they're
4: adding so many. I feel like at this point, I don't know.
2: Yeah. So that's that's something that may come down the line.
3: Mm. All right. I want a real fucking limit break on my Bard. This whole healer limit break shit—it's getting old. It's getting old, Square Enix. Bard is such a friggin' weird job. It's like—it's
1: not
2: weird at all. To, but D- to get D- to, D- to, D- to get D- that, D- that to get that limit break—that's fucking weird. I honestly yeah. think
4: it's because there's already the melee ones, and Bard is ranged and caster has its own it's not a caster but if you think about it all the jobs that are going to die are probably going to be everything before it gets to the bard in terms of enmity so if you're the last one alive you're ranged you're not getting attacked you can raise everyone else
3: or i want to do big damage that's what i want eagle eye shot boom
4: you yeah. know the moogles do get eagle eye shot so i do think the barge should get it but
3: i think square enix was just lazy and they didn't want to make a new lemon break for the for the ranged dps physical range dps job because
4: there's only one
3: because there's only one so
4: but once musketeer comes out maybe they will
3: maybe they will well except musketeer it doesn't exist it's going to be chemist which is a healing
2: job it's definitely not it's definitely going to be musketeer because the guild already exists and oh,
3: well okay that's the base job but advanced job corsair chemist, chemist. Mm-hmm. i want corsair be I chemistry. don't. I it's don't, not It's not what you think. I don't. You uh, you're thinking corsair. It's not what you think.
4: But it could be corsair, but not play like 11s corsair. It could be different.
3: No, it's not what you think. You think it's corsair.
4: So it's not going to be. It's not. Corsair. But you think it's it's chemist. So and it's I'm right. Corsair, but it's not what you think.
3: <laughs> no, I, we just dis, we discuss. This. It's not what you think. Who thinks chemist? I... Very few people. I am one of those people who thinks uh, who thinks corsair. Lots of people. It's not what you think <laughs> <laughs> oh and by the way by the way i realized i hate playing bard in front lines and pvp because you know why we have a sweet spot for damage i just learned this a while ago really yep if based on distance based on distance no shit in fucking pvp where shit is laggy as fuck we have a sweet spot it goes one hundred percent, eighty percent, forty sixty percent, and then forty percent from very far away. That's not that's not applied open world, is it? Like it's, it's just PVP. Just PVP. That's stupid. It is stupid. That's really stupid. And I hate it. <laughs> it's about it's. I think they said it's like fifteen yalms, which is like two or three steps outside of quick knock range. Is there
2: is there a distance meter on the UI nope. at all?
3: Just, you have to like dumb. look at your your icons and their TP, and when it's red, or when it's blue, take two steps back, and when it turns red, take a couple more steps back. Dumb. That's where you gotta be. Dumb. Dumb, 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 dumb. That's it, stupid. Yeah. Real dumb.
4: I think that would make more sense in open world than in PvP.
3: <sighs> it's just, people run around so much. It's, it's terrible. I gotta find a better job to play as in PvP.
4: Play. I hear is pretty OP.
3: Mm, maybe, I don't know probably i get it. i think it might be a healer because it's just easier
4: but people kill the healers first don't they
3: well yeah here's are tanks and pvp <laughs> and tanks are controllers definitely not damage anyway um so yeah oh, i hate healers in pvp so much as a bard i don't th- maybe i'm bad I and mean, could be could be that i'm bad but against a scholar solo i can't beat the scholar it's just not really possible because they have their fucking instant cast uh, lustrate, which is twenty five percent of HP, uh, yeah. and then they have their fucking fairy healing. Cause you,
4: all the yeah, because you kill their fairy, you can't kill the fairy
3: because they have sustain, which will um, like restore like eight percent of the pet's health every second or something. It's fucking ridiculous, and then on top of that, they have all their defensive cooldowns from PvP that they get, which is bullshit. So. Yeah, that's that's basically it. Yeah,
4: I can't help you out in a PvP.
3: <laughs> Man, you're so gimp. <laughs> how how, how, so yeah, how, this, how do you this have an fair. ego problem, but you don't PvP? Because how how are you I better than guarantee people?
4: Guarantee that I can beat you, like I can fight you to show you how good I am. But if, yeah, but you see, this you, dispute could be solved. I could say PvP. Let's go now, and we could just go and fight each other. But we can't.
3: But you could fight anyone else, but you don't want a PvP. So how is your ego that big? I mean, you you want to you you have a big ego, but shouldn't you want to kill people?
4: If I can guarantee that I can fight certain people, the but, thing is also in PvP is that your name doesn't even show up above your head, so no one will even know who you are.
3: Boo, but
4: <laughs> it just it will just how
3: do you melody. know you're better than people if you can't kill them? <laughs> I feel like this isn't going much anywhere. <laughs>
4: no, it's not.
2: I'm just trolling her. It's okay. Uh, all right, we're gonna try to take one more call. Uh, I, I think he said in the chat that uh, that he might be having problems with his sound. But let's oh god, it, let's hold on. A traw- let me take
3: off my goggles. Oh yeah, let the echo go- your goggles. My goggles.
1: <laughs> ah, you see? You see? Is.
3: Echo hole.
2: Hello. <laughs> Hello. What's up, Vivi? Not much. My goggles were off for them. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, mine too. Uh,
2: so, Vivi, uh, what did you want to talk about today?
0: Oh, well, I finally managed to get to level 50 a while back. Congrats! Oh Congrats. What job? Paladin. Woo!
3: Yay! Cool.
0: Managed to do Circus Teller for the first time yesterday. Managed to get all, uh, the Paladin boots there.
2: Very nice. nice. Very nice.
4: See, so there are people who are using Circus Tower for gear, so
2: I was using it to gear my It's paladin. not just
4: glamour. There are people doing it.
2: Well, there I mean, clearly there are people who, you know, haven't reached fifty yet and, and are just starting to break into Endgame. And and yes, those events are, are are really good for those people. But I, I mean, the bulk of the community I think is past the content.
3: My roommate and my Kahlo's roommate uh, that's the same person. Has just started playing the game and he's going to eventually need to be fifty and need to do circus tower for gear two, so fuck you, Enero. But who's do- who's doing Labyrinth of the Ancients at this point? Like what does
2: the queue time look for Labyrinth look like for Labyrinth of the Ancients? Hmm. You I signed up for it on a
4: tank actually just for funsies to get the myth and it took like twenty five minutes on a tank to get a queue.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it can take a while
2: yeah that's that that's fucked up like that and and that's kind of like the thing that i'm concerned about with with older content and not incentivizing going back and doing it well enough is that at some point it's just going to be dead content that nobody does
0: funny is if you're ignited and you transform you'll be yeah and i like getting missed because i kind of need
3: it right well you know what Add a roulette for for the 24 Alliance dungeons. Oh, God, that would be terrible. What? Add a
2: roulette for Labyrinth of the Ancients and, and Circus Tower? Yeah, why not? Oh. What are you talking
4: uh, about? That would be harder, though, because of how many people you need for that. Yeah. Okay,
3: well, guess what? Now, just the queue the, times. The reward being... will be 400 myth.
4: Also, someone there brought up you a good go. point. You can decent stuff from Labyrinth of the Ancients. So... That's worth doing if you're at the level where you can decent the I-80 Cause so decent I eighty stuff.
3: Because there's so many people able to desynth I eighty stuff.
4: I mean, I'm like, my decent is like fifty four or something, so I'll be there 80 soon 80. enough. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably do some of that for the decent.
2: Well, congr- congrats, Vivi, and welcome to Endgame, man. Uh, I, I hope uh, I, I hope you dig it. So, what did you think of your first run through Circus Tower?
0: It was interesting. Yeah, the launch pad things were kind of intri- Were certainly fun.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, those those are fun, uh, especially if you don't have somebody who knows how they work or where to properly place
3: them.
4: <laughs> Wait till you do coil oh, yeah.
3: turn, turn three. <laughs> You're never gonna do coil turn three.
4: <laughs> you might. No, you, you have to. No, you have to get through all of them to get to the next coil levels.
3: I no, don't, don't think that that's true. Absolutely not true. I do not think that that's true. You can go into tier five instantly.
0: Really? Turn three is the dreadnought one, right?
3: No, turn three is the, uh, the
0: jumping, is the jumping
3: puzzle, the pointless oh. one. Oh. And he's going to say, there's a jumping one? Yeah. Yeah. You'll, uh, you'll never nope. do turn three. Oh, you
2: guys. You I, don't, I don't think you have to clear it anymore I, I, to, to be able you to don't. progress. I'm, I'm very positive. Have you tried queuing for turn five? Because I know that you, you've only ever cleared turn one. I, I can only tri- oh go ahead,
0: I can only do up to turn four at the moment with my item level
2: oh
3: but oh, because I- of your item level, okay, well that but makes sense
0: can
4: you queue up for t five Justin,
3: have I- you ever tried i haven 't tried, but i am very i 'm positive yeah, I will put as much gear as you want on this. I am positive you can go into tier five without clearing the rest of them yeah i'm pretty sure that that was one of the changes that they made when they put in the echo buff
2: is or or, or when they put in the second turn of coil is that you just need to clear turn five. As your uh, barrier for entry for tier f- six, somebody, somebody, correct me on that if I'm wrong, please. Um, but I'm, I'm pretty sure.
0: Um, with all those team fights, it's just that isn't in huge Also, I still haven't unlocked a uh, hunts
3: yet.
2: Oh, uh, okay. And, uh,
0: still have to get my grand company rank high enough.
3: Oh, what rank do you need to be for that?
0: Uh, sergeant rank two, I believe. No
3: right
2: on right Mm on uh someone in the chat just said that uh sec one gahara says uh you do need to do turn three for the quest to activate for turn six no i don't think Uh, that's true either
4: someone no silo eyes just said that they just tried queuing up for t5 and they've only done t1
2: I'd be interested to know, uh, uh, Nika. This we would be able to answer this definitively if you carry Juxta through turn five tonight. If you carry Juxta through turn five, will he be able to flag the turn six quest? Because Guys, if, if if you have to clear all the previous turns to be able to clear uh, flag the turn six quest, then I guess that makes sense.
4: Right. Oh yeah, so maybe yeah, you're right. You maybe you can do them out of order, but you have to do them all for T six. Okay, let's try to get Jux to the clear and then see what happens.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I I would be really I'd be
3: for curious for science and, for science for science. Uh,
2: so so <laughs> so just to the point where you can unlock hunts. Vivi, have you done any hunts yet?
0: Um. No. No, I have seen some of them though.
2: Yeah,
0: I saw them all.
2: Yeah, yep. Right on, right on. Cool. Anything else to uh, Anything else to to clue us in on, or anything else you want to talk about? Uh, not really. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks for the call today, Vivi. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening
3: to Limit Break Radio. Grats on fifty.
0: Yeah. Also, I realized I made a mistake last time about my grand company's name. Oh well, it wasn't infinity plus one. It's infinity minus
2: one. Oh well, then that's, that's well, that's not very good at all. That's, uh, that's an important yeah. away from what we thought. Important correction to make. So infinity minus one. Shout out to you.
0: Yeah. Yep.
2: Thanks for the call today, Vivi. We appreciate it. Yep. See ya. Uh so uh if you want to call up to Limit Break Radio just add the Skype account Limit Break Radio to your Skype account to your friends list and, uh or you can call 810-515-8715 while we're on the air and uh we'll uh we'll try to take your call. Um so uh so yeah I I think that pretty much wraps it up here for part 2. Uh we'll uh we'll be back with part 3. We're going to be reading some of your emails as well as some of your FMFFLs. We've got some stuff to give away. Uh we're going to be giving away a 60-day time card from uh, the uh, that was donated to us by the account at XI FFXIV underscore PT Finders. So make sure you follow them on Twitter. And we're also going to be giving away uh, a PSN card that was donated to us uh, by listener Zoe Daybreaker. So uh, that's going to be coming up all in part three here on Limit Break Radio. And of course, we're going to be taking your calls as well. And if you'd like to be a caller, add the, uh, the username Limit Break Radio to your Skype account or call 810-515-8715. And this goes back to the fa- what we were talking about before. We are not insulated from criticism. If you want to call up and criticize any part of the discussion or tell us that we're wrong or that we've made a mistake, you can do that. We're not going to be that big of a dick to you. Especially uh,
3: if you have a valid criticism or actual if- cri- uh, constructive criticism.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, if it, it, or even if you want to try to troll us, try it. We dare you. I don't think you can. I'm king troll. So try it. Add Add limit break radio to your Skype contacts list. Send us a message. We'll get you into the queue or simply call 810 515 Five. All right. That's going to do it for part two of limit break radio episode number nine. Uh, check us out on the web, www.limitbreakradio.com. Like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash limit break radio. Follow us on Twitter. That's at L, uh, that's uh, at limit break radio. Uh, uh, also make sure that you're subscribed to us on Twitch so that you can join us when we broadcast our episodes live. Generally they're Saturdays, but uh, this week we, uh, we, we, had to make it a a Sunday Uh, and uh, they generally happen in the afternoon and we record all three parts in one go so if you want to be a live participant in Limit Break Radio make sure that you're subscribed that's twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. All right, we're going to, uh, if you're listening live right now on Twitch TV we're going to take a short break and be back in about 20 minutes or so and uh, we'll be back with part 3 if you're listening on the podcast we'll be back in one week on Tuesday on tome reset day to uh to entertain you with part three of Limit Break Radio. My thanks to Juxtaposition and Mika Kayanian. I'm a Nero. Keep listening. Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. Final Fantasy XIV is a trademark of Square Enix. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at Facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. Closing music provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV covers at Facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.